I kind of tried to write, okay, what what would have been a more satisfying story? So we've agreed Miss Marvel is the most charismatic and likable character, so make her the star of the film. One day she can't take it anymore and runs away from home, tension with the family. This leads her to a cordoned off area where Nick Fury and Monica Rambeau are investigating an anomaly, a hole in space-time, in Jersey City. Aww. So this is happening on Earth. Welcome to Watch and Waffle. My name's Thomas and I'm joined by... Joe Levy. And we're talking about The Marvels, which, wouldn't you say, Joe, is probably one of the best films <laughs> ever made. Joe, when I, when I watched this film, I, I couldn't tell whether it was done by Martin Scorsese or Quentin Tarantino. Those levels were just, <laughs> were just met. Well, if, if you have watched this film, you clearly know that we... We aren't being serious. Yes, yeah. but we want to be constructive here. Mm. We don't want to just pile onto it or join the whole kind of anti-woke brigade mm. and just say, oh, it's terrible. <laughs> There's so much diversity in a film, so many female characters. It's like, no, that's not our, That's mm. not the problem with the film. And mm. actually, we're going to think about some ideas story-wise, mm. how actually it could have been a really exciting special film, kind of Avengers-level yeah. event. Mm. Um but yeah, Joe, what were your thoughts overall? It was difficult to think um, what this film actually did well. Uh, it didn't have a lot of good aspects. There were moments, really. I thought Aman Vellani, who plays the character of Miss Marvel, yeah, even though she didn't have probably the best introduction with her series, I, I just thought she was incredible. She just sort of had this energy. And, and most reviewers are giving her the credit yeah. for what she did in this film. Um, just her presence in every scene. You wanted to watch her. You didn't want to watch the villain or whoever else was in the scene. It was always really... The cats. Yeah, the cats. yeah, like you care yeah. about her. You care about mm. her family yeah. and their, their dynamic. You believe mm. it. Yeah, it was, a real, it was a real relationship, which yeah. I felt it w- was the only depth coming out of this film um, because cause it started off uh, quite energetic with introducing her and then it just sort of unraveled in uh, in a really messy way i thought yeah, yeah. loads of flashbacks like oh. remember all this other <laughs> stuff that came before which was good monica rambo you remember her from wandavision right walking through the hex and getting powers <laughs> now she's one of the most powerful characters in the mcu just from walking through a wall um yeah so i th- i thought Marvel Villani was brilliant i thought to be fair the cgi wasn't actually awful compared to the last couple of projects by marvel um one of the main talking points has been the cgi and i felt this film actually did quite well with it yeah but even for miss mm. marvel's powers because they're hard yeah. to get right obviously the hard light thing and she, mm. her limbs can kind of grow the yeah. embiggening <laughs> hand and yeah. that, w- that looked terrible in the series but they it actually really made did, yeah. it i think they thought about it and made it look a bit better mm. in this film yeah so i, I was but when you when you compliment CGI in a film <laughs> as like one of the only things you've got to compliment, you really you really realise that this film was awful. Um, I questioned after walking out like how Kevin Feige or whoever watched this film went. Yeah, we can we can release this. Yeah, it's it's fine. We can we can advertise this as done. Like it was it was a shambles. Like start to finish, really. Um, yeah. Notable low points, mm. the musical number. Oh god! I mean, oh. I I kind of like the concept of a planet where singing is their language, but, but it was it was so it was so <laughs> awkward because they were just they were just looking at like because it was icons. <laughs> it was just eye contact, and it was just like it didn't really match the film because the film didn't really have any sort of identity <laughs> at all, and it was so weird and like. 
Oh, I, I'm, I'm talking about the musical aspects, which was bizarre, even like when... Oh, what, you mean just like the score? Yeah. The score as well was, I thought, dreadful. Right. Like, I didn't think... I, it just, it was just very flat. Right. It didn't have any, again, like the film, didn't have any depth. No identity. There was a scene where a literal planet died. <laughs> and they literally played like chirpy music in the background. I was like, what am I watching? And I think it all had to say with either this film was rushed in the beginning. Yeah. Or was a lot longer than because it was it was definitely cut down. That's for sure. Yeah. And it was a it was a lot longer film at the beginning. And then they just watched it and w- were like this is awful from probably test screenings like the i think captain america went through a recent test screening and is now going to completely reshoot the film but i think they went through that phase and tried to sort of like snip and crunch down and like mess with the entire plot and it was yeah. it was just a complete and utter mess apparently like, it was mm. a very fraught production mm. now nia da costa who directed it mm. made the Candyman requel now can the original Candyman's really good and i mm. think her remake kind of sequel requel as they call it yeah. uh from a couple of years ago was actually a very strong mm. kind of mid-budget movie i think in order to pull off this kind of intergalactic mm. m- you know lots of character arcs being woven together it sounds like it was all a bit of a mess mm. going in as well i didn't know what i was going to watch because it was first advertised in the trailer as a buddy sort of trio film where these guys like learn together and like grow together and then in the last trailer it like advertised captain america and iron man and thanos and sort of it was sort of like a desperate plea to be like no no no, this film's still really dramatic and still really good and then i went in and it wasn't dramatic it was it it tried to crack a lot of jokes nick fury i i it it was like it wasn't him after such a he was so dramatic in Secret Invasion. And then, yeah. like, his only purpose in this film was the cats. Like, let's be oh, honest. And I don't want to dwell on the cats, oh. but that scene <laughs> where it played, it's memory from, from the cats from musical. From the cats musical. Um, which was the most organized part <laughs> of the film. There were, there were so many plot holes. Like, yeah. the entire film was a plot hole. And then ended, like, with slight excitement, which in the old days, Marvel would have... I think Marvel would have got fans really excited about the next project. We would have been really happy with it. But it was it was just a, oh, d- don't worry, this is a mess, but there's better stuff to come, yeah. which is difficult to overlook, I think. And it was sad because we came out of the film with a bit of a spring in our step because mm. the Kate Bishop scene, oh. I like the Hawkeye series, yeah. I like Kate Bishop, mm. I like the fact that Miss Marvel and her are forming a team. Yeah. L- great. And then the the mid credit scene oh. with Hank, <laughs> McCoy, Unbelievable. and X Men. It le- it left like a positive taste, mm. but you have to remind yourself as you're coming out of this yeah. film how shoddy <laughs> what came before that was. Oh, it was. It was awful. Now, Joe, I've had a little play around with a suggestion for a potential plot synopsis of mm. what this film could have been. Yeah. Now, I'm not, this. I rushed this a little <laughs> bit, and obviously. Well, so did they. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm no expert, and there are lots of problems with this. But I kind of tried to write, okay, what what would have been a more satisfying story? Now, mm. I haven't read the comics, so I don't know how much of this is grounded in anything legit. Can I just run you run run you through this and feel, get your thoughts on feel it? Feel welcome to. So we've agreed, Miss Marvel is the most charismatic and likable character. So make mm. her the star of the film. Yeah. So this is a Miss Marvel film. You can call yeah. it the Marvels, but it's a Miss Marvel film. Mm. Set the entire thing on Earth because part mm. of the problem is 
Russell T Davies pointed this out when he rebooted Doctor Who in 2005. He said that we don't care about the Zogs on planet Zog. Mm. We care about humans. So every story should come back to Earth. And his yeah. first series that he wrote of Doctor Who with Christopher Eccleston, every episode in that series either takes place on Earth or in Earth orbit. Mm. And I think it's a really interesting point. Like obviously we've got the Kree and we've got the scrolls, which are anthropomorphized mm. creatures, but we don't really feel much no. of the weight of any of it because yeah. That we need human characters mm. so set it on earth make miss marvel the star and so we begin the film with her drawing comics in her bedroom and dreaming about being an avenger we see her day-to-day -day life at school and the challenges of being a teenager with superpowers so almost spider-man kind yeah. of vibe mm. uh, but with miss marvel one day she can't take it anymore and runs away from home tension with the family Ooh. she notices some saber vehicles driving along and decides to follow them this leads her to a cordoned off area where nick fury and monica rambo are investigating an anomaly a hole in space-time in Jersey City. Oh. So this is happening on Earth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Captain Marvel shows up to help with the investigation, and Miss Marvel's getting very excited at this point. The hole in space-time grows a bit and starts to suck people in, so mm. it's a real threat because it's on Earth and people are getting sucked into this hole in space-time. Miss mm. Marvel, Monica Marambo, and Captain Marvel intervene to rescue as many as they can. Then we have the fun, awkward interaction between the, the three of them, but as they pose for the TV cameras, because let's say there's loads of news yeah. outlets trying to capture this, and there's mm. an awkward moment where they've got to pose for a photo, the three Marvels. Yeah. As they come into contact with each other, they become entangled. So that's mm. my explanation. Forget the bangle stuff. It yeah. didn't work. No. Let's just say because a, a, a weird quirk of their powers, for some reason, when they all come into contact, the three of them, they become entangled. Mm. And so then we have the thing where they try to get on with their lives, but it's made very difficult by the fact that they switch places whenever they use their powers at the same time. Because mm. I think that led to some fun set pieces yeah. where they're trying to fight, but they keep swapping. Yeah. And it starts off being a vice, but then they start to use it for mm. good. Um, then we learn that Dar Ben, who's the villain, is the one who made the hole in space-time using an ancient Haller space-time bomb, yeah. I've called it. <laughs> and she wants revenge against Captain Marvel. She explains to the world that the only way to fill the space-time hole is to throw Captain Marvel into it. The resulting energy release would close the hole. Mm. And so she set up this situation where the whole world is turned against Captain Marvel because the only way to close this space-time hole is to throw Captain Marvel into it. Um, so the three Marvels meet with Nick Fury to discuss options. Captain Marvel volunteers herself, much to the protest of the others. She flies towards the hole, about to plunge into it. But at the last second, Monica Rambo uses her powers and they mm. switch places. Wow. So Monica is the one who plunges into the hole and the hole gets sealed. The entanglement is broken because Monica kind of discovers that her powers could serve the same yeah. purpose. Darben is angry, so she brings her army to Earth. There's a big battle. Kate Bishop joins in, because why not? Why not? Bring her in earlier, Bring her in. I say. In the deadlock of the battle, Miss Marvel is the one who suggests that they could help Darben's people. She says, you're here fighting, but your people back home are dying. That's not the way it should be. So they go to Haller and resettle Darben's people on Asgard. So forget about the scrolls. Mm. I don't think you need them in this film. No. Just have the, the Hallens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nearly finished. Sorry mm. about this. It's quite no, go for it. Go <laughs> quite for it. I'm enjoying it. Um, and then Captain Marvel gives, gives Miss Marvel the privilege and responsibility of protecting Earth. Miss Marvel makes peace with her own family and starts the Young Avengers with Kate Bishop. And in an end credit scene, we learn that Monica is still alive in a different universe with Hank McCoy and the X-Men. <sighs> so it finishes in exactly the same yeah. place. But... And now this has big problems. There are still plot holes here. Yeah. But this to me would have been a more fun film because mm. it's on Earth. You'd feel the stakes. It's yeah. much more family, Miss Marvel. We don't have any of the cat stuff. We don't have other planets. Mm. It's just about 
Miss Marvel coming to terms with what it means to be a hero yeah. and Captain Marvel almost handing over the mantle. Mm. Um, but yeah, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's brilliant. I think um, I think there wasn't as well... The sacrifice was made at the very end. Yeah. But before that, there was no sort of stakes, like you said. Like, the an entire planet was destroyed... And there was a there was a good moment where Miss Marvel feels that she feels the responsibilities of being a hero now, and then they just don't discuss it. Like Captain Marvel literally goes up to her and is like, "I'm really sorry for the way I talked to you," yeah. and that's that's like it over a scene which could have been really good. So there was no impact of death. So I think Monica Rambeau possibly dying in front of them uh, earlier in the film would have made um miss marvel have to go through that arc of stepping up to the mantle of being an avenger Mm. and then um and then you know living her life as a hero in those big moments which i think would have been really good yeah yeah because as you say that bit when they were on the scroll planet Mm. and um miss marvel has to learn that they can't save everyone in that moment because it's all tumbling down and Mm. captain marvel has to say We've got to go. We can't, we can't save them all. Mm. Save who we can, and that could have been, as you say, a, a quite a powerful moment. Mm. But it's just it's kind just of rubbish. Dropped. They literally just go, and then like, and then the scrolls disappear because they. I've forgotten her name. The the king of Asgard now. Valkyrie. Valkyrie. Yeah. She comes out of nowhere, which I thought was like, oh, it's a cool cameo. It was cool seeing the Bifrost mm. take her onto the ship. That yeah. was awesome. But, but yeah. then, uh, so her and Captain Marvel now have a, a relationship. And like a friendship, and then she takes the scroll people, and that story's gone as well. It felt like a lot had been done off camera, and yeah. they were just relying on us knowing these things. So uh, there was a re- relationship with Valkyrie and Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel got married, and on that stupid singing planet, and the scrolls were still at war. So already they've drawn all these lines before we've even started watching, and there's nothing really to hold on to because it keeps jumping between story introducing you to something story introducing you to something and then the one thing that does stay the same is nick fury with the family with cats like that story at least stuck to a narrative when it just felt very jumpy the marvels going from place to place to place dealing with all these issues yeah and it, it meant that you couldn't really bond with the character i thought the villain was (laughs) pathetic (laughs) she literally was like i'm gonna go to each planet and like steal an element (laughs) i was was just sort of like what what and why oh and and the fact that captain marvel could restart their son just by flying into it she could have done that at the start and then that was way too overpowered Mm. and also the bit in the fight where uh miss marvel's trying not to use her powers and then the guy's like use your scarf (laughs) and then she's just whipping people in the face and Knocking the them sol- out. The soldiers were so bad. Like I completely forgot about that because the the, the Miss Marvel's family, right, who are just a normal family, <laughs> took on these two space guards with mops. Nothing happened. They literally the space guards lost yeah. against this this family, which didn't know what the heck was going on. Hopefully, Marvel now, because it's had a lot of negative reviews. Yeah. Over the past couple of years. And not good bo- box office results no. either. And this one, I think, is the worst. It's lining up to be one of the worst ever. Yeah. Which, thankfully, they've now delayed nearly all of their films to 2025 or yeah. more. The only film we're getting next year is Deadpool 3. 
um, which has been worked on for a long time and looks exciting. But I think Marvel really needs to organize at least the next four films. Otherwise, people are just like, what's the point? Next two films, because people are just going to be like, what's the point? I don't think anyone can put all of these characters in the same room yeah. and make it like it's so big. And yeah. you've had all of these. So now we've got the Young Avengers. Now we've got Hulk's son. That was a credit scene. Now yeah. we've got um, now we've got all the Kangs. Now we've got I'm I'm trying to think. There's just so many of these teasers to different thing, different thing, different thing. And there's no consistency. There's no links. Doctor Strange just left his universe yeah. and went to. He was. He got like pulled away by Charlie's Theron and was like, "You caused an incursion," and then just jumped, and then they were gone <laughs> with his third eye. <laughs> oh, that was so bad. Was I like, like that film overall, but oh, that, that eye, eye was, was awful. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for watching, everyone. Do yeah. let us know in the comments what you made of the Marvels and what you make of our suggestions for how it could be better mm. and the the state of the MCU as a whole. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> We'll be back soon. Yeah. It's time for a waffle. Time for a waffle.